Well, we're in the thick of the arts festival season in Aotearoa with the Auckland Arts Festival next week joining Pornicke's Aotearoa New Zealand Festival of the Arts and Hamilton's Arts Festival too alongside numerous bustling fringes. Uh, our arts reporter, co-host of RNZ National's Culture 101, Mark Amory, has been out and about in Wellington all week and is here to tell us how it's going. In fact, he's been at it hard this morning, I understand, Mark. Oh, kia ora, Corin. As they say, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. Well, you've been dealing with current affairs, and I've been on the morning commute. I actually haven't been at a warehouse rave, but ah. our arts correspondent, uh, Suzanne Timmer, here I just turned up talk to, has, has been. So, yeah, a group of people have been moving their bodies to the sounds of this. So this is what, people have been going all night or people who go there in the morning? No, they've been going <laughs> since 6.30. This is the sounds of Dick Magic Johnson, who's quite an amazing uh, DJ. Started at the High Sender Club back in Manchester back in the 90s. Uh, and, uh, yeah, people have been coming in for their sort of mental health to start dancing the morning away, starting at 6.30 in a warehouse. I have actually done that once, took the kids once to an early morning rave just to see what it was like. Uh, quite a lot of fun. Yeah, you have a nice breakfast and... I don't know why we don't do it more. And... I mean, it's about inner city living, isn't it, and finding the spaces where you can have the beats up loud. But, you know, rather than going to the gym, why don't why don't we do this more often? No, no, I quite agree. <laughs> now, tell us, what have you what have you been sampling so far in this festival? How is it going, do you think? Um, it's going well. I'll come to some figures at the moment in terms of the business end of it. But, I mean, I've had a fantastic week. Last, uh, last night I was at Witte's Wahine. But in terms of mental health, I was at the Soweto Gospel choir on Wednesday night, sold out of the Michael Fowler Centre. It's their third time in New Zealand. Uh, first time in Wellington. Um, incredible group where they sort of handpick gospel singers from the Soweto um, churches and they bring together. It was a program of freedom songs, first half from um, Soweto um, in 12 different indigenous languages and then a whole lot of classics from Stevie Wonder onwards. R- really, really extraordinary voices and they move. I mean, talking about Raving, they're like high kicks uh, movement on stage, really infectious. Um, and I guess my only issue is not more people get to see them that I don't get out to schools and uh, are able to do more community events while they're there. Um, last night, the premiere of a couple of big, uh, really, I think, really significant Aotearoa New Zealand theatre works that have been commissioned elsewhere. Uh, we had the Savage Colonizer show, which David Seymour loved so much, open last night. But I was at Witty's Wahene by Nancy Brunning uh, at the St James Theatre, uh, a, a magical. And really interesting production where Nancy Brunning has has uh, looked at all of these stories that Witi Hiamada has done and have been translated into film, and she's looked at the female perspective. So she's taken excerpts of the female point of view from essentially, you know, what was a, a male novelist's perspective. Beautiful performances. Um, uh, difficult for the work to sort of translate into a large theatre, I think, from what was an intimate one at the St James, but an extraordinary set and, and, and sound design. Is it your sense that this festival is coming alive? People are coming out? There are good numbers? There's a good buzz? The numbers are really good. I spoke to the executive director of Tao Fidi, which is the organising um, body for the festival, Angela Green, uh, on Wednesday night at the Michael Fowler Centre. She told me the numbers are better than they were pre-pandemic. A lot of the shows are selling out. Um, they're doing extremely well. They're marketing them very well. But I think 
Corin, we're missing something with this festival that we used to have. This festival used to be the festival in New Zealand. Did. We didn't have all these regional festivals. We didn't have the Auckland Festival. People came here. You know, you'd go to a lunchtime classical concert, even if you didn't go to classical music on the terrace, and you'd go to a, a free circus down on, on Frankett's Park. Then you'd be at the festival club at the Spiegel Tent, as it was called. You know, there was a sense of people and, and a lot of public, uh, regional and community events. This It feels this is a more cautious festival, but obviously one that's successful business-wise. And it'll be interesting to see with the Auckland Festival next week how they go, because they've got a lot more of that. Actually. Do they have a Spiegel tent? Interesting story. News yesterday, It's it got caught on its way here from Belgium. It's going to be late. They've oh. announced it's going to be delayed for a few days. It was supposed to go through the Suez Canal. It's had to go round the Cape of Good Horn. Blame the Houthis for that one. Uh, all right, coming up, you've got the sanctuary at Zealandia. This sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, well, I'd love to be going, but it's, it's the problem with this festival. It's sold out, but I thought it was a nice one to mention. The classical program is fairly thin on the ground this year, but there is, this looks like a beautiful thing. So people may know the sanctuary in, 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 in Pornakee, Wellington, called Zealandia, a beautiful place which is bringing bird life and rewilding the city, essentially. Uh, the New Zealand String Quartet are um, going to be performing there live outdoors. They'll be playing uh, Dame Gillian Whitehead's Poro Poro Aki, some Haydn, some Dvorak and they're going to be performing this work by Gareth Farr which talks, it sort of evokes forest and bird song. This is Te Koanga. Sounds perfect, doesn't it? Lovely. You can imagine listening to that on a nice balmy February Pornicky night. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you very much, Mark. And Mark and co-host uh, Paulina Lau are joined by artists and writers, including uh, Diva Mahal, Emily Perkins and Suzanne Tamaki on our new RNZ National Podcast, Best of the Fest. A panel of artists sweep impressions, uh, swap impressions on festival shows appearing across the country from Auckland to Dunedin, so you can get everything you need on that podcast.